Welcome to the What the Elwood podcast. We talk about Longwood Athletics with the people who make it what it is. Players, coaches, staff, supporters, even some wild cards. Thankfully, this is edited, so no worries. I'm your host, Longwood Radio play-by-play man, Sam Hovan. This What the Elwood podcast is a space where we can bring Lancer Athletics a little closer to you, straight from the source. But I, I have, like, taken my bet home and, like, talked to her a little bit and be like, hey, like, we need to get some hits around here because this is not working. Yeah, I've, I've talked to my bat and my glove every now and again. For episode three of our podcast, we move from the pitch to the diamond as we enter the spring. The ping of bats hitting baseballs and pitches flying in signal the return of baseball to Farmville. With the Lancers opening up the season at home, our guest today is Mr. Personality himself, Mo Blakeney, a junior second baseman for the Lancers. We dive into what life looks like as an upperclassman now, how he handles being a leader, life off the field, and we hand out a few superlatives to the team. Welcome into the What the Elwood podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hovan. I'm joined today by Nate Blakeney, although Nate... I know. I appreciate you joining me. I, I that's not your real name, right? Like that is my real name. But uh, when I got to college, I decided to go by Mo. That's my dad's name, so I always looked up to him. So I was like, when I get to college, I'm gonna start going by Mo because it sounds a little bit cooler. Oh, okay, okay. So you got it from your dad. Is he the one who also got you into baseball? A hundred percent. Yeah, my dad was growing up was my superhero. He played for the Montreal Expos. So as soon as I saw him, I used to go to his games when I was like a little kid. So I was like, I want to do this when I grow up. So you've been playing since how old? Since I could, since I can remember, honestly. So like three, four, five. My first word was baseball. To be honest, <laughs> the first word was baseball. So I was always running around the house with a baseball bat, hitting stuff. Mama get mad at me. It just is what it is. So you you grew up playing baseball. Um, did you always growing up wanting to play the infield? I and mean, where'd your dad play? My dad played outfield. So I grew up playing outfield. And then I just naturally, I think I got into middle school and the coach tried me out at shortstop and third base and kind of just stuck there. So where, where all have you played on a diamond? Can you name Every all single place. You've pitched? Yes, I have. You've caught? Yes. When I was 12, I caught, I caught one time and I never caught again. <laughs> I did not like it at all. At all. What, so you didn't, what do you not like about catching? The people swinging the bat. I'm a really good catcher if the bat is not in the box. <laughs> but once they started swinging, I started to get bat blind, and I just couldn't do it. All right. So you mentioned your dad obviously played professionally. How do you feel like does, – how does that help you growing up around baseball? Um, it just really – it really helped me to see, like, the type of worth ethic and the type of, like – just type of attitude you have to take to everyday business to actually get there. Because we all know the percentages aren't high. People are actually making it up there. So having my dad as an example and him being able to teach me things that I'm going to need to try to better my opportunities to get there really helped me while I was growing up. What's something that you feel like he taught you that you wouldn't be able to learn somewhere else? Um, well, he one thing that my dad always said, he said, uh, let me see. He said, um, he said, I can't promise you if you work really hard that you'll make it. But I can promise you if you don't work hard, you won't make it. So that's one thing. If he hasn't told me anything, that's one thing I've always said. Like, if I don't work hard, there's no chance that I'm ever going to achieve my dream. So I always work hard every single day. So what is your dream? Oh, my dream is definitely play professional baseball. You know, be on the big lights, have all the fans change your name. Everybody wants that. Everybody dreams for that. That's what I work for. So yeah, that's, that's the big dream. But, you know, as far as the, as far as the baseball would take me, that's, that's where I want to go. Sure, sure. Do you are, and I know you've already had some, some big moments in your baseball career, kind of doing some reading about you, different things like that. Do you have a favorite couple of moments from your career so far? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I did hit a I did hit a grand slam in my state championship game my senior year. So, I mean, that was a huge moment because that that year was up and down for me. I ended up getting injured and then I come back for the last 10 games, like 15 games, and I go on a tear, hit like four or five home runs. So, that was really big, but also like all the moments here, like my first home my first college home run, my first walk-off hit at college, like those are just great moments and I wouldn't wouldn't trade those moments for the world. And and you know, you you know the work that goes in into those moments. What what brought you here to Longwood? How did you find out about Longwood University to be a Lancer? Oh well, eventually, uh, my sophomore year, I was committed to Campbell University, and I ended up decommitted because the coach left. And then, so I sent out some videos to some schools just to get some exposure. And then, uh, Coach Ox, the former hitting coach, ended up emailing me back and calling me, and then getting me up here for a visit. And once I got up here and met the coaching staff, I was like, yeah, this is the place that I want to be at. Awesome. And I kind of heard that a lot. It sounds like the coaching staff really connects with you guys. Oh, 100%. Our coaching staff, I would say our coaching staff is like a real player-oriented coaching staff. Like they they don't just try to be coaches, you know. They try to connect with us on a personal level about things that are going on in our daily lives. So that's what I really like about them. How does that help you on the field? It just helps you on the field to know that like that person who's calling the shots cares about you as a person rather than just like a number or a player, what you give to them. Like they care about, they care about how you're doing in school. They care about how you're doing off of school. If you got something going on, some drama, they want to help you with that. They're just not just coaches. They're also like mentors sometimes. And you've been here for two seasons already. How would you rate how you've played through the course of a couple of seasons? Ooh, freshman year was rough. I hit 200. That was a real humbling experience because, you know, when you come in, you're the big fish in the little pond. You come in, you think you know it all, then you get humbled real quick. So that hit me hard, and then I ended up coming back last year. I had a better season. Some I hit some balls hard that didn't fall my way, but that's just that's just how baseball is. So just keep on. I went from 200 to 260, just trying to up 60 points. So keep trying to improve every single year and try to help my team win games. What, what are you looking for this year? What have you been working on? Uh, I've just been uh just been working on just keeping my approach right at the plate and just really trying to be the best teammate that I can. It is it was a shock for me that now that I'm a junior that like I'm actually like an upperclassman. So and then I'm wondering like why are these freshmen like gravitating towards like us upperclassmen? I'm like oh snap like that's what I used to do. And so like I have to actually be an example. Like I have to focus on what I'm doing because if they follow me and I'm doing the wrong thing, then they're gonna do the wrong thing and it's not gonna be good. So that's what I I just been really focused on this season just being the best example I can and trying to just help my team win by any means. I was going to ask, how's that role? I mean, you do, you're right. You transition to an yes. upperclassman. Do you feel extra pressure? Uh, it's not extra pressure. It's just like, you just realize, like you, you step back and realize, Hey, like these guys kind of look up to you and like, you need to, you need to, you need to act right. And, but also, I also think any experience is a good experience. Like I had some things happen to me in my freshman year and stuff like that. And I could tell them, I'm an example of what not to do, you know, like sometimes you just got to be, you got to be open and honest with your teammates. Like don't do it this way. Cause that's how I did it. And it didn't work out. So that's just, that's just how I try to be. I try to at least school them on the stuff that I did the right way and stuff that I did the wrong way. So they don't do it. Sure. And, and one thing that can surprise people is the step, whatever level you play in high school, even if you play at a really high level, the step to college baseball is bigger than you think, right? Huge. Ginormous. <laughs> what, what surprised you the most once you got to college? The just the everybody's good. It's just like honestly, like 
even if you play a team that's not in a good conference, like everybody is good and all the pitchers, they have command of their off-speed stuff. So you're not going to see fastballs all the time. If In, in high school, I didn't have to think about off-speed because they couldn't get it over for a strike. So I would just sit on the fastball. But then you get to college and it's just off-speed, off-speed, off-speed. And if you can't hit it, they're just going to keep throwing it. So you have to make adjustments. It's cat and mouse with everybody. So that's just the one thing that I would say that's a big difference. And, and you're talking a little bit about some of the mental side of baseball, the way you have to think or approach you know, as mm-hmm. a batter. Baseball is such a mental game as well. I mean, you got to be able to do things like put a bat on the ball, but if you're not right mentally – you will not have success. Really yeah, you will not have success. So how do you how do you handle that? Like if you're trying if you're how do you basically I think of it this way. You just struck out. That stinks. Yes. How do you come up the next time and remember the pitches that happened but forget about the strikeout so it doesn't impact your batting? See, that's that's one step that I am continually to work on daily in my baseball career cuz freshman year if I struck out on a Tuesday, I still remember it on a Friday. That's just how it was. You got to let it go. And we have a good uh, saying on the team, you get three seconds. You get three seconds to be upset about it, and you got to flush it and let it go. So that's that's what really what we try to work on. You just try to get in the box with the same confidence you start, confidence you started the day with. Like baseball is a game where you can strike out three times and then get two more bats and get two hits, and you're two for five and you're a 400 hitter that day. So, I mean, you just got to know that your day can change with one swing, one swing at the bat, one play. So you just got to stay confident and just have faith in your own abilities, really. And it's interesting because it's a game where a ball bounces one way and you go one for five, a ball bounces a different way and you go two for five, and that's a huge difference. Ginormous difference on the season. That's what I'm saying. It's just – Everything in baseball, is, it's a game, my dad always says it's a game of inches, and that's just, that's how you got to take it, and you just got to have a, a calm, even kill mindset every single day, because baseball is one sport that, it's, I mean, it's a failure sport. If I get a hit three times out of ten, I'm a great player, so that's, you just got to be able to accept failure and just work around it. And that's something that's a totally difficult thing to do. 100%. <laughs> So we're talking a little bit about the mental side. Obviously, everybody has ups and downs over the course of a career. Baseball players are known as extremely superstitious. Are you superstitious? Oh man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm really superstitious, but like, I do need to get a haircut before every weekend series. Hundred percent. Every weekend. Series. Every weekend series have my appointment on Thursday or Friday. Has to have a clean cut. That is that was started by my mama. She does like to see me with a clean cut. So I would say that I think it's just feel good, play good. That's about it. I really don't have many superstitions. I don't. I do have the normal baseball ones, like don't step on the white line okay. and stuff like that. I have the I have the ba- the baseline fundamental baseball ones. Do you change your socks when you're on a hitting streak? No. Oh, oh, no, no. I don't do that. I don't do that. But I I have like taken my bat home and like talk to her a little bit and be like, hey, like we need to get some hits around here because this is not working. Yeah, I've, I've talked to my bat and my glove every now and again. I would say I would say I'm a little bit superstitious. A, a little bit. Superstitious. A little bit superstitious. Once I think about it, I have a little. <laughs> I have some. I have some behind the clothes, behind the door type stuff. I get. Does your about. roommate hear you talking to your bat? Oh, 100 percent. Do they think it's weird? A little bit. A little bit. It's fine. Who are you room with? I room with um, DeAndre Pitts, my man from Alabama, and I got a uh, big man from Missouri, uh, Jacob Mitchell, and Nick Fuchs. So we have a we have a very interesting household. A lot of personalities, a lot of love. I love my roommates. So you say you're a little bit superstitious. Who's the most superstitious? Mm. Mm. It's probably a pitcher, right? Or is it a is it a? Uh, it guy? it may be. It may be DeAndre. It may be DeAndre. DeAndre, 
DeAndre won't get in the box without kissing his bat. He has he has he has a lot of like little stuff. I I notice it, but like he doesn't. He's not loud. We don't have any loud superstitious guys. But DeAndre like he won't get in the box. He he kisses his bat. He does some weird stuff with his gloves. But yeah, I think it's DeAndre. If it's anybody, it's DeAndre. Anybody is DeAndre. So nobody, nobody's like Jason Giambi wearing like a, a gold thong or something. Oh no, no, we don't. Wait, we don't go that far. No, we don't go that far. All right, so let's talk about some of the superlatives in baseball. What's the best feeling on the diamond for you? Is it home run, diving catch, slick double play that you know would be a top ten? Oh man. Oh, something I didn't think of, man. I mean, there's just really as a hitter, there's nothing better than the long ball. I, there, it, I do like my backside doubles. I enjoy that. But just when you get a nice long ball, I mean, I don't feel like there's any better feeling right there. Is where do you where where's the best play? Where do you feel best when you hit a home run out? I mean, you got right field, you know, right center, center. My dad always told me the best home run hit is straightaway center field. Man, home run. Said so that's man territory. So if you can hit one there, you got some strength about yourself. I haven't got one there yet in college, but I'm still working on it. I'm that's still it. working on it. That was where the Grand Slam was in high school, though, right? Yeah, it was more left center field. Yeah, it was a little headed towards center. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> What's the farthest home run you've ever seen hit? Mm. Somebody just tagged one. Does it have to be while here at Longwood? We'll, we'll say along with it, because yeah, otherwise it opens up a lot. Out of respect, I can't say about the, uh, the opposing team ones. Right. I can't. Out of respect, right. Right. I would have to say that. Um, man, I know Crane had one. In Crane had at Liberty. That was a absolute nuke. But Justin Mitchell hit one here last year, and it was it was a nuke too. So I would I have to give it to Crane because like I just vividly remember how far that ball went and it was just there was no chance that ball was staying in. So I have to give it to my man Crane. That was an absolute bomb. Yeah, that was a nuke. <laughs> what are the what are the most fun words to describe a homer? You mentioned nuke. I think that's one of my favorites to nuke, hear. Yeah, nuke's nuke's nice. I do like to use the word laser. Jack Snell hit an absolute laser last year and Jawan hit one too at Liberty. It was on a line and it didn't get hired, barely got two feet higher than the fence and still went out. So that's I like I like the lasers. Other people like the nukes, like the high ones. I love the ones that just go out in the line, right? Like that. Okay, we're gonna go through your, your, your team a little bit. Let's give out some superlatives. Strongest dude on the team. Man, you know, I mean, other than me, <laughs> I had to say Jawan McAllister. Uh, other than me. He know he know what it is when we get in the weight room. <laughs> I hear you guys live together. We do live together. It's a lot of competition, you know. He's a big, he's he's a solid guy. Sometimes he gets me. Sometimes I get him. More, he gets me more than I get him. But it's cool. I'm catching up. Fastest. Oh, Antoine Tucker, without a doubt. Antoine Tucker. I will tell my kids about how fast Antoine Tucker runs. It's insane. When he lets it, when he actually lets it go, it legit looks like someone shot him out of a cannon. Down. I witness him bun a ball back to the pitcher and beat it out. No way. Yes. VCU playing at the diamond. He bunted, pushed bunted the ball back to the pitcher and beat it out. Never seen something like that before in my life. Nastiest stuff on the mound. Oh, the sheriff, Tyler Morgan. He is he is just one guy when you get in the box, you're like, I have to bring my A game because he always has his. Yeah. Uh, this, I love playing behind the sheriff. I love when he gets the ball because he – 
he just he's going to come at every hitter with his best stuff. He's not going to feel around the plate. He's just going to throw at him because he believes in this stuff. And he believes in the guys behind him too, right? 100% because you know we got his back. Slickest glove. Mm, slickest glove. I, I love my man Tuck. But that boy DeAndre, DeAndre can feel that thing. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I probably wouldn't tell him that unless I was on this podcast. <laughs> but that boy DeAndre can feel that thing. I can't lie to you. Who's the swaggiest guy on the team? I would I give it to Jawan. I give it Jawan. to Jawan. Jawan has some swag about him. He got the evil shields, the leg guard, the tape, the glasses. He got some swag about him. I give it to him. Who's got the best home run bat toss? You know, you just you just laser it, nuke it out of here. Somebody's got that. DeAndre. DeAndre got that. He can pimp the home runs? Yeah, he can pimp the home runs. <laughs> it, it looks nice. It looks nice. Who's the best storyteller on the team? I got to give that one to myself. I can't, I, I can't even lie to you. <laughs> I, I got some great stories. I can go on for days about them. But I can't tell you the worst storyteller on the team is Michael Peterson. Michael Peterson. You don't know where, that, you don't know where the story's going. <laughs> you don't know who's in it. It's just rough. It's rough. All right, best impression of coach. <laughs> I don't even know if I can give you that one. I can't, bro. I can't because I'm gonna be laughing too much. I honestly can't. Oh man, that it that would be. Whew. If we were on video, I probably would try, but I'm not even going. I'm not even gonna go there. All right, what's what are some questions that you get asked? Somebody finds out you play baseball. What are the top two questions that people ask you? Hmm. Top two questions, people. Oh, am I scared to get hit by the ball? That is one. Tell them no, because I've been hit in the face. And uh, I don't know. They really just don't. They really don't ask a lot about baseball. They really just. I just tell them like I play baseball. They're like, oh, that's cool. Oh, they ask me where I play. That's where I play because I'm I'm probably the biggest second baseman in the Big South. So I tell them second base. They're like, what? I'm like, you look like a running back. Yeah, I, I'll just say I play second base, guys. Like I can do this. It's all good. What you said? You, obviously, you've been hit in the face, so you're not scared to get hit by a ball, even if it's 95, 96. Not. not I mean, you're gonna try to get out of the way a little bit. Yeah, but. I'm. I mean, if coach isn't listening, I may try to get out of the way a little bit. But yeah, I mean, some most of the time it's so it's so it's so quick that you don't have really time to even you just got to uh, And that's something that people don't appreciate, right? I mean, something that's going 90 miles an hour, it's on you before you know it. Oh yeah, we have it's it's on you before you know it. And people and we run down there like it doesn't hurt, fellas. But it, hey guys, it stings a little bit. We just try to be tough for the fans. All right, we're going to move off the diamond a little bit. Uh you mentioned you played hoops. So I I actually googled your name. And I found a fun little video of you. Oh, you know the one I'm talking about. Yes, yes, Harry Giles. Yes, <laughs> that is that is a classic. Everyone brings that up. To Every, me. Everyone brings that up to you. Yes. I mean, but I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why the. So it, it's for those for those listening. It says Nate Blakeney. Nate Blakeney passes up Harry Giles on break for weak weak dunk. I know. They, they, come on, guys. Like. I'm a ba- I'm a baseball player. Like any dunk is a good dunk for me. Well, and and you're not. I mean, Giles is what six nine, six eleven, six. Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. He can throw it down harder than me. It's fine. But I, listen, I got my I got my claim to fame right there. <laughs> that was my 15 seconds. Oh, I mean, and I watched it. And I mean, I can't go out and say that's a bad dunk. That's not a bad dunk. No, like it's, I, we it's were great. Here. Look at this. We're, we're, right here. 
So whoever whoever posted, we got Brandon Childers right there. Wake Forest. I get the steal. Harry's not getting the ball. It's my time to shine. Bam. Let's go. And I mean, Harry's pumped up for you too. Exactly. The whole team is pumped up for me. Ball's life was trying to trying to hate on me. <laughs> Look at this. And then I got to flex for the camera right quick. Bam. Look at that. Throw it, I mean, throw it down on the break. I just I just wanted to ask. I, I was sure that you had seen it. You know, but you're talking about. Big names. You mentioned the guys playing for Wake Forest. I mean, oh Giles yeah, we were the number two team in the, the nation. Kings now we were the number two team in the nation. So we used to fly to Florida, California, Missouri, and play basketball. I've guarded people like Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray, Bam Adebayo, like people in the NBA, and it's just that was a great experience. Wait, for wait, wait. You said you guarded Bam Adebayo? Oh yes. How did that go? Because he's like a foot taller than. You. Yes, it it was a battle. It was a huge battle, and. uh you can ask my mama that when I got home, I couldn't make it up the stairs. I was just, my body was sore. I had gave it all I had. Because I wasn't, I wasn't really gifted in basketball. I just tried my best. And I was just an energizer bunny running around the court. That's why I stayed in the game. And that was just, it was, and we, he played at our rival high school. So the games were always crazy. So well, it was I mean, just it, the best. You know, well, were you matched up like that was the game plan or did it happen on a switch? No, that was the game plan. Got a thon maker, yeah. I was just, I was, I don't know. I just was gifted at defense. You like, were a pest. I was just exactly. I was just a pest. People hated me guarding them. I just annoyed the mess out of people because it was just like, I was just all up in them, and they was just like, dude, back off. I was like, this is the only thing I know how to do. Like, <laughs> I can't shoot the basketball, so like, it's the only way I'm gonna play if I play like this. So you just have to accept it. Is it I mean, and you listed a bunch of dude, a bunch of dudes that played. I got a question. You can still dunk, right? Oh yeah, I can still dunk. We can lace it up right now. I will go in there and dunk. Two hands on them. Two hands. Two hands on Bam. You remember the first time you dunked? Yes, it was eighth grade. Eighth grade? Yes. When I was a little bit slimmer, I was like 180. <laughs> I was like 180. It was a little bit easy to jump back then. But yeah, I, could, I dunked in eighth grade because I played varsity basketball in eighth grade. So that was the first time dunking. It was after practice with my man Elliot Milner. You dunked on him or? Nah, nah. We were just throwing the ball up oh. one day. We was just throwing. We kept trying for like two months. And then one day I threw the ball up and it worked. And I was just like, I landed. I was like, oh my Lord. Like, I just did. I just dunked for the first time. I started, I ran around the gym screaming. <laughs> Have you ever dunked on anybody? I haven't like dunked on it, but I've dunked on people around. You okay. know, like they've been around, but I've never like. Caught a poster? No, I don't have that type of bounce. No, <laughs> that's 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 another extreme type of bounce. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, day off. What does Mo Blakeney do on a day off? Man, day off. Whew. If I got a day off, we don't get many of them, so I'm most likely I'm going to lay down and cut on some Netflix. And then if my roommates call me, I'll play play some Fortnite. I get okay. down with some Fortnite every now and again. Who's the who's the best out of your roommates? Who who all you four? Who's the best Fortnite player? I hope D don't listen to this. I'm gonna say myself. I'm gonna say myself. <laughs> but you know, saying DeAndre and Nick, they try to they try. I mean, if I had to be honest, it's gonna be Fuchs. He's he's a good player. He's a good player. I'm not he, gonna lie. He carries you guys a little bit. Oh yeah. Sometimes he sometimes he has a backpack on and he carries <laughs> me to a dub. I'm not gonna lie to you. Does anybody does anybody play like? You guys, you guys play any baseball games or anything like that? Or you, you're like, hey, we're done with baseball. We ain't, we're not playing. Oh, yeah. Me and show. DeAndre will hook it up in the show every now and again. Me and DeAndre will play. I don't know why. It's just in the ninth inning, he loves to just take off about three or four runs and comes back and win. Come back and win. I don't understand why, but it just happens. So, yeah. But one of these days, I'm going to get him in. I'm going to get him in the show. I'm going to get him. Who's your team? 
I'm just I'm a diehard Mets fan, so like I will always lace it up with the Mets. And even though if the hitters aren't there, I do have Degrom and Syndergaard, so I can I can pitch them. I can pitch them a little bit. But we did add Robinson Cano, so hey, the so, next the next basement. show, yeah, the next the next show, I'm I'm gonna get them with the Mets now. <laughs> Why are you a Mets fan? Jose Reyes, okay, favorite player of all time. I don't know. As soon as I, I think I was a young kid, and my first game watching on television was the Mets playing. And I saw Jose Reyes, and he hit like two triples. And I was just like, and he was always smiling while he was on the field. I was like, bro, I want to play baseball like that guy right there. So, I've always been a diehard Mets fan, well, Jose Reyes fan. So I, I am wherever team Jose Reyes is on. That's what team I'm a fan of. Makes makes sense. Makes sense. Favorite movie. Oh my goodness! See, I'm a movie connoisseur. Like, oh, really? all I do is watch movies. So my favorite movie—that's really hard for me to say. Okay. Extremely hard. But I would say, like, if I had one movie to take somewhere and I had to watch it for forever, Bad Boys Two. Bad Boys Two. Bad Boys Two. Love it. What's special about Bad Boys Two? It Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, like, they just—they crack me up. I can't <laughs> stop laughing in that movie. Like, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. If you had to, you had to have a superpower, what would you pick? You got one superpower. Man, you hit me with some tough stuff today. It's one superpower. Mm. I think I would kind of be like Black Panther. Okay. I'll kind of be like Black because I don't want to be so superhuman and everybody knows I'm superhuman but like if I just was able to be more athletic and like be able to fight better and like and live for a long time I would say that I'll be like Black Panther so I could like just hide in plain sight and then when the world needed me I'd come you don't need to be the Incredible Hulk yeah I don't need to be the Incredible Hulk see I, but I get mad too fast too so I'm gonna be just <laughs> in class um, and turn into the Hulk I can't that, that's too dangerous you mentioned class what do you what do you study in here uh, I'm a sociology major sociology yes what do you want to do with that? Post baseball someday. We know we know you want to go. Post baseball, man. Honestly, to be honest with you, it's whatever. Honestly. Because, I don't know, all I think about is baseball. So I really don't even think about my life. I have to cross that bridge when it comes. When my, I have to hang my cleats up. Sure. I try not to think about that because I'd be a sad day without baseball. So I just think about baseball right now. Did you ever want to coach? Oh yeah, I love to coach. I love to coach. I think my players will like me. I probably we probably be a little bit too wild on the field, but I love to coach. Well, I appreciate you coming by for the What the Elwood podcast, Mo, and we're looking forward to having you out there this season. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again to Mo Blakeney for spending a little time with us today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button on SoundCloud for all future episodes of the What the Elwood podcast. And you can also go to longwoodlancers.com and search for podcasts under the fan zone section if you'd like to download any of our podcasts. If you want Longwood Athletics videos, subscribe to Longwood U Lancers on YouTube. Of course, Longwood Athletics is verified on Twitter, and you can see some game day stuff in the gram. Hey, I appreciate everybody coming along for the ride. Take it easy, and we'll catch you next time on the What the Elwood podcast.